0: Flotsam and Jetsam, a Ferrochrome podcast. I know you like movies, Cheryl. I love movies, Jen. I was thinking the other day, or I I think it was somebody was asking me, what movies have really changed your life or made you think about your life differently? Oh, you know, there's... I used to see
1: so many movies every year. And now um, I have to say, I, I don't see as many Uh, each year. Uh, I'm a bit pickier, maybe. But when I think back, and I try and think of something that sticks out as memorable and why, there's only a few. And uh, one, I think is both a hilarious movie and very thought provoking. I've seen it a few times. And it's called Defending Your Life. Now that's that was early 90s? Yep. Yep. And it's, uh, it's, it's hilarious. It's Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks. And the whole premise is that when you die, before you move on to the next phase, you have to defend uh, what you did in your life, whether it was good, bad, indifferent, uh, whatever. And, um, and it's kind of like a trial that you have to go through, uh, in order to move on to wherever you're going to move on to next. And, uh, but while you're in this place, <laughs> everybody wears the same thing, long white robes, and you can eat <laughs> as much as you want. And there's no calories. Oh, it's that's brilliant. Heaven before heaven. Exactly. <laughs> but that, that movie, I think, um, uh, it, it tells a little bit about the way we are and, and we want to, um, go through life and, and, and do well and, and, uh, and things like that. But do we?
0: <laughs> and is it looking at what you do, your actions, or is it your motivations or how you conduct yourself? What are the I things think being I, judged? If I can remember it correctly, it's what you did and how you acted or
1: how you didn't act. In times of, you know, maybe the the main character, Albert Brooks's character, they're going back to his childhood when he maybe was mean to his younger sibling and things like that. Um, so it's it's really why did you act like that? What what was that motivation? And why weren't you nicer? Why weren't you kinder? Why weren't you more forgiving? Those kinds of things that he has to wrestle with and um, and all his neuroses. Um, but then when other people he's encountering like Meryl Streep, she's like, Yeah, I'm good <laughs> as Meryl is. Yes. Um or was. Or in denial yeah. or yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah. But it's so that is a movie that I just I enjoy watching. Um and I you know, it makes me
0: now that I'm talking to you about it, I think I need to revisit it and watch it again. It does sound like the sort of film that you could watch at different points in your life and ignoring maybe the hairstyles mm. or certain other elements that are maybe date sensitive. Right, except they're would, wearing white robes. Yes, yeah, so from a white, <laughs> but did they have puffy sleeves?
1: Ah, <laughs> mm, I can't remember.
0: <laughs> uh, do you have a movie that you feel strongly about? Yeah, actually, in in hearing you speak of Defending Your Life, mm-hmm. there is a movie that's, Not too different a genre. It's actually a Japanese film. Mm. It was in the late 1990s, I believe 1998 or 1999. So kind of a similar similar decade. Yes. Defending your life. And it was a Japanese film. Mm. And it deals also with your earthly life Mm. and... Moving on to the next place. In this movie, uh, you the scene is set mm-hmm. with a very municipal looking building, mm-hmm. a very square building, uh, bare bones furniture. People are walking in fairly purposefully, but at the same time looking around and making sure they had the right place. Inside, there's somebody there with a pad of paper, it mm-hmm. is the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, pad of paper mm-hmm. and a pen, and they these people were expected. They said their name. The person would look down the list. Yes, there you are. Check them off. Just have a seat over there, please. So they were then waiting in this room. And one by one, they were called into a small office with another person opposite them, Mm -hmm. one by one. And this person would say, well, I know you know why you're here. But by law, I have to tell you, you died yesterday. (gasps) And you have one week while we process your paperwork, <laughs> until you move on to the next phase, well, whatever that is. What a similar theme we're on. It is. And what's interesting is it's not uh, a specific religious base. It's mm-hmm. not talking about heaven. It's nope. not talking about God or Muhammad or Buddhism. It's it's purely looking at uh, earthly life and post-earthly life. Mm-hmm. And that small pause, just after you die, what might that Mm -hmm, be like mm -hmm. and in this case everyone had the one week where they could play around and do whatever they wanted wander around read possibly eat all they could eat Ah. don't know don't remember that but they had one job to do in that week they had to decide what one memory they wanted to take with them Mm -hmm. into the next life because at that point all their earthly memories would be stripped Wow, one memory. And they would make a videotape again, mm-hmm. 1990s. Mm-hmm. They would actually make a videotape of that one memory that you could take with you. And what was fascinating, and all this is done in the first five or 10 minutes wow. of a very yeah. long, rather glacial film, <laughs> I have to admit, is that you can just tell everyone in the cinema is wondering what would my yeah. one memory be? What would my. But, Oh, what, what was the name of this movie? It's Afterlife. Afterlife. Oh, okay. Defending Your Life in Afterlife. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. And and what was fascinating about this is that you start thinking, well, if I had only one memory to take with me, what would I take? But then you think, well, it, it can't have anything that's connected to, for example, a great meal. Right. Because you don't have taste when you right. watch a videotape. Or what? Would I take one of my family? Well, if my memory is stripped clean, then in, then when I move on, I'm not going to know who these people are. Right. So I need to have a videotape memory that's going to be a standalone object. And how many of our memories are standalone?
1: Is it not just is it? A, could it be a memory of looking at the sunshine or or you know looking at uh, the the mountaintops or like? And and why
0: would you want to keep that memory? Yes. I, I, I wonder. That's, that's very interesting. When you think of earth and nature, well, I suppose you could have something. There was one rather elderly Japanese woman who had died, and her one memory was uh, one that she had when she was about three years old. Huh. She was sitting in a swing under a blue sky with the cherry blossoms falling on mm. her. And so that was the one memory that she chose. Whereas others chose teenagers who had passed away, it was all about Disneyland. Right. And to them, that was their their one great memory. Uh, there was a man who pretended he had great bravado. He was remembering all the nights of sex he had with prostitutes wow. and, how, and the deals he did and everything else. <sighs> but in the end, <laughs> his memory was walking his daughter down the aisle. Oh. Interesting, isn't
1: it? it So the image would evoke something in him, even if he wouldn't remember who she was in
0: the memory, because he could only remember one thing. And the best part was at the very end, and I'm giving it away here, Uh because it may be a hard film to find. Spoiler Spoiler alert. alert. That there was one chap, a young man, maybe in his 20s, 30s, who could not decide. Mm. The whole week, they were jollying him along, saying, come on, come on, Mm -hmm. you've got to make your, your mind up. You have to get this memory down on tape. And he couldn't decide, couldn't decide. And at the end, he said, I just can't decide. I cannot pick one memory. And at that point, they said, well, I'm sorry, but you cannot go on to the next place. You become one of us sort of bureaucrats interviewing the new, nearly, newly dead people. So it was quite an interesting end. And that would be where he would stay forever. Forever. That was his afterlife. Now, how did albert brooks and meryl streep Fair at the end of their film oh defending your life well i can't remember i have to watch it again
1: <laughs> i think that meryl well i don't want to give it away that's true i do remember i do remember i do remember but i'm not going to give it away <laughs> you're just showing off aren't you <laughs> i but but what i think about when i think about that movie is i think i've watched it a few times i haven't seen it in probably 10 years so that's why i don't remember a lot of details about it. But, um, what I do think about it is it, it holds up. And I think you can watch that movie over and over again. It's not, it, there may be some things in it that are dated, but, uh, generally the story, the humor, uh, and all that, and the, 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 what is relevant in it Holds up, and there are movies that you think I saw that movie when I was a kid, or when I was a teenager, or whatever. I saw it a while ago, and I loved it so much. And then you watch it again twenty years later, or you you share it with somebody because you've raved about it. And what was I thinking? Exactly, is it the movie that's changed, or have I changed, Mm. or if the times changed? And
0: that I find pretty interesting. Maybe get, it's uh, because this concept is quite universal. So one thing that humanity, we can count on is is death. Mm-hmm. And it's the one great mystery that no matter what you believe and what you uh, read or hear or, or think, mm-hmm. uh, you don't really experience until it happens, it happens. to you. And you can never
1: tell anybody about it. So let's watch a movie about it. And maybe that will help
0: maybe alleviate some curiosity or fear. And also maybe look at how you conduct yourself now. Mm. If you're having to defend your actions, maybe you were a bully at age eight and maybe that was, you know, definitely that was not a good thing. Nope. But then did you learn from that? And have you have you faced your fears? Mm-hmm. Have you faced some of your prejudices or, or gut reactions or some of how you were brought up and in a way thought about that from... Almost the extent of having to then defend well, your you conduct. Hope, you hope when you, like, if that was a real place that we
1: end up, um, that you don't have to defend too much. I mean, sure, we, I'm sure we all have something that we regret in life. At least one thing, right? Just one thing. Uh, but um, that you've learned from it, that you move forward and learn and change and grow versus making the same
0: mistake or the same. Uh, bad behavior over and over and over again we're not really looking at yourself you may yeah. think oh yeah I'm good I love all mankind but yeah. then to really look at what you do mm. uh, versus what you think you do or you say you do that might be worth bearing a little bit of uh absolutely. introspection yeah.
1: absolutely now um I did want to talk about so we talked about movies that um that we can go back and watch and there's I mean there's lots of movies that I can go back and watch that have that have held up um Princess Bride one of my favorite films I think that's a lot of people's favorite films so. so that's a great example of a film that holds up right you can watch it over and over and over and over and over again um and it's still good, it's still great. Um, <laughs> Are there any movies you regret that you can think of? Well, there was there was a movie that. Um, so again, sorry, this is about my kids. Um, we thought it would be great fun to show a movie to my daughter and her friends at a birthday party. Um, I can't remember what was it. Her seventh birthday, I think. And this and was a movie that you had seen. It was a movie that I had seen as a child. And, I, and my husband had seen it as a child. And we thought, this is a great movie. We're going to show it to my daughter and all her, you know, eight little girls uh, that were over for the afternoon. They're going to love this movie. We're not going to get the updated version of this movie. We're going to get the original. The classic. The classic. Movie and it was Herbie the Love Bug with Dean Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they lasted seven minutes. And they meh, thumbs down. <laughs> it was
0: awful. We it did not hold up. The only time I think I've actually referenced that movie was last year when my husband had his Herbie birthday. <laughs> he has a Herbie birthday. Well, because the number of the car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of course, that was, I don't know why that wasn't obvious to me. Did you watch the movie
0: for his birthday? No. No, you were smart. No, we only remember the number. And Did maybe you get that, a sounds like that might've been a good thing. A Volkswagen cake? No, no. just the number. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Think of all the things you could have done. Exactly. Don't, maybe don't his live next with, birthday. Yeah, don't
1: live with regret, I th- I say. Don't no, live with regret. Right. But... Uh, <laughs> That's right, because you will have to defend it. That's right. So uh, another another thing that for me, oh, well, before we continue to talk about me, <laughs> as I as I want to do, <laughs> do you have a movie that you've gone back and watched
0: oh, that dear. didn't hold up? Many, I'm sure. I've probably blocked them all out because I probably didn't last that long. Every once in a while, I will see one and like Fantasia. Mm. I didn't see that long ago mm-hmm. and I loved it again. Oh, cool and held up. yet it's got some passages that are very dated. Yeah. Uh, probably some of the musicals, things like Showboat, Oklahoma, um, Annie, get your gun. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yeah. I mean, great music. (laughs) Yeah. Great uplifting stories of, Mm -hmm. of, but many of the songs, the concepts. You are a little cringe worthy now looking at it from today's lens. Yes.
1: Yes. Although you can, I think with musicals, I, I can get lost in them. And I, and I just suspend disbelief. Yeah. You kind of have to just
0: go there behind closed doors, love the music, sing the songs, and yet acknowledge that, that, that could not be written today. That's right. I couldn't, I couldn't do it for Herbie, but I could do it maybe for South Pacific,
1: maybe for, um, the
0: music man, the music man, of course. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Oh, absolutely. Sound of music. Yeah.
1: Yep, I think I we need that. to
0: watch some movies together. I, well,
1: I'm going to go home and watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang all four hours of it. It's not four hours, but it feels like four hours. <laughs> You'll just watch it twice. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I could start singing some songs from Chitty Ch- but I won't. Oh, I, won't.
0: I, think, I think it's about time, it's to, time to go. To go. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Cheryl. Bye, Jen. Flotsam and Jetsam, part of the Fairchrome Podcast Network.